Movie sushi. Fargo. Fargo, North Dakota. Headlights of a solitary car approach in the dark snowy bleakness. Brand new Tan Sierra is being towed. Car salesman Jerry Lundegaard enters the King of Clubs bar. He's late for a meeting with two men, Carl Showalter and Gayar Grimsrud. Jerry confirms he has the brand new Burnt Umber Sierra, as agreed. Shep Proudfoot initially made the introductions. Jerry wants Carl and Gayer to kidnap his wife, Jean Lundegaard. Jerry will then demand $80,000 ransom. Jerry will keep half, and Gaya and Carl keep the other half. Jean's dad, Wade, is wealthy, and he'll be paying the ransom. Jerry has financial worries of his own, which is why he's going to such extremes. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Carl's driving with Gaya. Gaya wants pancakes. Carl wants a shot, a beer and a steak. Carl suggests they stop outside of Brainerd, where he knows of a house of ill repute. Gaya insists that he's hungry right this minute. Carl says they can do all that at Brainerd. They then pull into the Blue Ox Motel in Brainerd, where both men get laid. Riley Diefenbach from GMAC calls Jerry to discuss financing documents. Jerry already has the $320,000, but Riley can't read the serial numbers for the cars he's borrowing on. He has to know the cars exist. Riley says that if he can't connect the notes with the vehicles, he'll be forced to call back the money from Jerry. Jean Lundegaard is watching TV when a hooded man with a crowbar bursts in through the patio doors. Another hooded man bursts in through the front door. When one man grabs her, she bites his hand and runs into the bathroom where she tries calling for help. The intruders snatch the phone away by its cable. Bursting down the door and finding the window open, Carl chases out through it. Gaia is more concerned about the bite on his hand and needs to find unguents for it. Then Jean jumps out from the shower and flees. Wrapped up in the shower curtain, she trips and falls down the stairs, where she then lay unresponsive. Jerry meets with Wade and Wade's business advisor, Stan Grossman. Stan says the financials are thorough, except for Jerry's fee. It transpires that Jerry wants to borrow the money to do the deal himself. Wade says Jerry wants them to put in the money, then Jerry collect when the deal pays off. Stan and Wade start laughing. Jerry arrives home and sees evidence of struggle. He quickly rehearses, telling Wade. It's night time and Jean is in a bag on the back seat of the Tan Sierra. They're pulled over by the police. The cop comments on the lack of license plates and requests license and registration from Carl. Carl shows his license to the patrolman, subtly exposing a $50 bill as a bribe. 
Now, Carl's asked to step out of the car. Jean whimpers from the back seat. The cop investigates and Gaia grabs him and shoots him in the head, covering Carl in blood. Another car approaches. They slow down to see Carl spattered with blood, dragging a dead policeman back to his squad car. Gaia immediately drives after the other car. He soon runs the other car off the road and executes both inhabitants. A phone call rouses Police Chief Marge Gunderson from sleep. Although it's two in the morning, her loving husband, Norm, insists on making her some eggs. Marge is heavily pregnant. She meets Lou at the crime scene, a triple homicide. Marge says one was a big man, judging by his footprint. She pauses while she thinks she's going to bath. Then the morning sickness passes and she's hungry again, even though she just ate. Next, Marge and Lou walk to the dead state trooper. Marge notices some smaller footprints near the corpse. They deduce from the trooper's last call that he was questioning people in a tan sierra at 2.18am. Jerry discusses ransom payment with Stan and Wade. Jerry insists on no cops, according to the kidnappers' instructions, who now want one million dollars. Wade wants the cops involved. When Jerry and Stan agree about dropping off the money, Wade angrily leaves. Stan wants to get Jerry the money. Marge's husband, Norm, brings her lunch at work. They discuss his upcoming art competition. One of her deputies says two men checked into the Blue Ox Motel, a tan sierra with the tag space blank, the night before last. Marge interviews the two hookers. One girl says her one was kind of funny looking, and uncircumcised. The other man is described as being older and looked like the Marlboro man. He also smoked a lot. The men said they were going to the Twin Cities. Carl calls Jerry at work to say that blood has been shed in Brainerd and that they need more money. Carl says he's coming by the next day to collect the full $80,000. Somebody calls from the GMAC about the car serial numbers. Jerry has until tomorrow to present them, or his legal department will be informed. Marge learns that calls made from the Blue Ox lobby's phone included two to Minneapolis. One was to a trucking company, and one was to Shep Proudfoot. Marge goes to Twin Cities to investigate further. Jerry argues with Wade about making the million dollar drop. Jerry says they're dangerous people and that they should stick to the plan. Stan agrees with Wade this time. Jerry's told Shep's talking to a cop. 
She's asking him about a call he received at 3am, but he pleads ignorance. Since he's on parole, consorting with criminals could see him back in prison again. Marge then breezily interviews Jerry about a tan Sierra. Jerry pleads ignorance. He again says none of his cars have gone missing. Jerry then tries calling Shep to no avail. Carl gets on the phone to Jerry, telling him to bring the million dollars to the Radisson in 30 minutes. Wade, instead, leaves with the ransom money and a handgun. At the meet, Carl soon shoots Wade in the chest, who then shoots Carl superficially in the face. Carl executes Wade and speeds off. Jerry arriving almost collides with Carl leaving. On the car park roof, Jerry discovers Wade dead. On the way out, Jerry notices Carl's also killed the parking attendant. Carl opens the case of cash and is pleased to find that it's all there. He removes $80,000 and buries the rest of the cash in the snow, miles of straight fencing to the horizon in both directions. He plants a red window scraper in the snow to mark where he's buried it. Marge goes to see Jerry again at work. She wants to discuss the Tansiera some more. She asks Jerry how he's so sure no car matching that description has left the lot if he doesn't do regular lot counts. He gets defensive, saying he's answered her question and that he's cooperating. She asks to speak with his boss, Mr Gustafson. Indignantly, Jerry leaves to begin a lot count. Outside the office, Marge sees Jerry driving away, fleeing the interview. She calls for backup. Gaia is watching TV when Carl bursts in, face bleeding. He says he has the $80,000, putting Gaia's $40,000 on the table. Carl says Gaia can have Carl's truck, he's taking the Sierra. Gaia wants to split the Sierra, one paying the other for half. Carl disagrees since he collected the money and got shot in the face. Also, he's been up for 36 hours straight. After a moment for reflection, Gaia chases down Carl and kills him with an iron bar. Marge is driving by Moose Lake when she notices the missing Tan Sierra. Marge sees a man with his back to her working with a wood chipper, turning the surrounding snow red. She approaches with her gun drawn. When Gaia is feeding a shin bone into the shredder, Marge announces that she's police. Gaia tries running out onto the frozen lake, but is shot in the leg. Next, Gaia is in the back seat of Marge's car. She clarifies that the woman on the floor is Mrs. Lundergaard, 
and that is Carl in the wood chipper, and that Gaia also killed the policeman and two witnesses in Brainerd. Marge remarks that there's more to life than a little bit of money. Some police cars and an ambulance drive in the bleak snow. Outside of Bismarck, North Dakota, police burst into Jerry's motel room. He's booked under Mr. Anderson and tries to escape through a window. He wails and moans as the police wrestle with him and cuff him. In bed with her husband, Marge learns that his painting of a mallard is officially on the three-cent stamp. Norm rubs Marge's stomach and says, Two more months. Starring William H. Macy, Francis McDormand, Steve Buscemi, Rated 18, directed by Joel Cohen and Ethan Cohen, released in the UK 1996, runtime 1 hour 38 minutes.